Hey everyone, I'm Nick Bogaz, self-made small business success story. I went from working five jobs and more than 90 hours a week to building a multi-million dollar internationally known pizza enterprise. I never stop, I won't fail. There's power in the pen and today there's power in the mic. Welcome to the Business Equation. Together today we'll find the solution for how to establish relationships to help your business grow. So you're in your business and you're wondering to yourself, how do you put a team around you that's gonna help you grow? Now, I don't necessarily mean, you know, how do you put a team of employees around you? That's a subject for another day. What I mean today is, how do you put the right back office team around you? How do you put the right set of contractors in front of you? You know, how do you really pick your team? I think it's important to have the right people on your team. You need the right professional people, plumbers, electricians, carpenters, handymen, lawyers, accountants. I can't tell you how important my insurance agent is. Advertising salesmen, the one that you use consistently, they're super important, etc. I think that you have to really make wise decisions of how you pick those people. One way that I decide to pick somebody is I, I figure out what's important to me. What really is important to me? Is it all about the money? Is it really all about what it costs to get somebody? You know, maybe it does. In the very beginning, maybe you do want the absolute cheapest person you can get to do the job. You know, I guess that's where everybody usually starts, right? You know, you're open. I've talked about, you know, if you don't have a lot of money to open, just open. So how are you going to afford the best plumber in town? You you may not be able to. You know, and sometimes you get lucky. The, the plumber that you hire, he may be the cheapest and he may be the best. You know, what's it really mean to be the best? I think that's that's where you got to figure it out. You know, for me, what it comes down to is if you call the guy, does he pick up his phone? If you leave him a voice message, does he call you back? If you text him, does he text you back? If he tells you he's coming at Tuesday at 10 a.m., does he really come at Tuesday at 10 a.m.? You know, those are the very simple things at the very beginning with anybody that I named off of that list. You know, if you really call them, are they going to be there for you? Because you can have somebody that's super cheap, but if they tell you they're going to be there Tuesday at 10 and they don't show up, you know, they just cause you more headache and you have to keep calling them and your time's worth something. So when you keep calling these people and you keep nagging them or they never pick up your phone, so you have to remember to keep calling them, it really does cost you money, you know, because your time's valuable. And I think the other part is you have to pick the right team. And I think when you're trying to decide, who you're going to pick, that's one of the big points for me is, are they going to show up when I want them to show up? You know, is it really worth what you're paying the guy to do the do the job? You know, there's different things you have to realize what's really important in your business. In my business, refrigeration is super important. If my coolers go down, it could cost me a lot of money. And what I decided was, I'll pay for that. I'll pay for the company that is 24-7. You know, they can come anytime that my coolers come down, go down, they can come and fix them. Originally, I had the cheapest HVAC guy that you could find. Like I said, he never picked up my phone calls. And when I would call him, he'd tell me he'd be there in an hour and he wouldn't show up till the next day. And I would lose a lot of product because I'd have to throw stuff away because the coolers weren't fixed. Eventually, I, I found this company that when I called them, they showed up. Were they way more money? Yeah, they were probably about a... 1.5 to almost double what I was paying. But at the same time, like I said, if I call on a Sunday night at 10 o'clock, sure, I'll pay the overtime, but they'll be there at 10.30. And they have people on call. They're a very professional company. And if that's important in your business, whatever it may be, that 
is super important, you have to pay for it. If you have multiple businesses and you've got large transactions that are going on, your accountant becomes very, very important to you. You know, if you're a very small business and you think you can get by with using some sort of program on the internet or something, you know, a friend of a friend for an accountant, I guess maybe you could do that. But I always found that with an accountant, you can save yourself a lot of money. By paying that accountant a premium, they're going to save you money and show you different tax situations that you can put yourself in. And I think it's really important that you have to have the right accountant. And if you don't, you know, you're going to find that you're just blowing money out. And I think you have to find the right places where you can get cheap and the right places that you can't be cheap. I think the other part is when you start looking at different insurance agents, you know, when you get into a business, you spend a lot of money on insurance. I mean, there's so much money. Every month I have insurance payments for all the different businesses, different types of insurances. I didn't even know there were all these different types of insurance. What I found is having an insurance broker is more important than just having a regular agent who represents one type of firm. You know, you need somebody that's out there for you and they're doing the job of trying to find you the cheapest rates all the time. And that's what my broker does. You know, he's out there all the time working for me. And you have to have conversations with these guys and and talk to them. And you got to be part of, let them know that they're part of your team. Every time we open up a new store, you know, my team gets real excited because, you know, it's like they got another customer, but it's really just me. You know, I open another store and it's like they got a whole nother account. And it's already somebody that they're familiar with and they work with. And it becomes a very good thing. One of the stories that I could tell was my plumber is a very important part of my operation. He sets up everything from the toilets to the sinks, everything that you can imagine inside a restaurant. And we had a huge, huge issue in the new store. And the huge issue was the pipes were bursting. We had a backflow issue. And I called my plumber. And of course, he answered the phone because I've been using them for about five years. And like I said, he's one of those guys that could count on my right hand that's always going to pick up the phone. And I told him, I said, hey, this is the issue we have going on. And he said, Nick, he said, it's too big of a job for me. I don't do those kind of jobs. If I did that job, it would be super expensive, double what anybody else would cost because I couldn't do it quick enough. So he gave me a number of somebody else and I called and I had that other guy do it. And I called my plumber back and told him the price that they were going to charge me. And, you know, he was nice enough to say, yeah, that's a fair price. Go ahead and do it. My point is that if you have the wrong people in place, that plumber easily could have just took the job, racked up the bill on me, took a long, long time to do it and just made a ton of money off me for no reason. You know, but he wanted to be fair. You need to find fair people that work for you. There's going to be a time in your business that you're going to realize these people are fair. You know, as much as I brag on my insurance agent, we had a issue where I thought I was covered. He thought I was covered. And when the issue happened, I wasn't covered. You know, he was able to go back to his bosses and they, the insurance brokers, they wrote a check right from the agency to cover the issue I had. You know, you have to have people that they have your back. They value your business. And that's what becomes very important. You had to figure out, you know, who are these people? What, why is it important to you? I think that when you assemble your team, you have to pick people that are going to really always have your back. When we go into a restaurant and we need to bring in the people to, to build out the restaurant, you get familiar with working with them. So they understand like, hey, this is, you know, how we build this situation. This is how small you want 
the office. Like they realize because they've done it time and time again. So you want to create a relationship where you're going to work with these people over and over again. And as you work with them, you know, you're able to figure out, hey, this is the right person I want to work with. And it becomes easier. I think the other thing is, you know, I mentioned the HVAC guy that I started out with. And now I have another company. You know, I did start out with an original plumber that was very, very cheap. But he did the same thing, started ghosting me, as they say nowadays. So, you know, I found another plumber. And sometimes you find people from friends of friends. I don't think there's anything too wrong with that. Referrals are a great way to to get somebody. I like when somebody does, they have a business where maybe they're doing something similar to me. And they say, hey, this is who I use. That becomes a good way. The guy that I bought the first business off of was the guy that turned me on to my accountant. So it was like they were used to doing restaurants. So you pick the, the right restaurant. I think another problem that a lot of people get into when they have a business is with lawyers. They try to just have one lawyer that may be a friend of a friend. And they just use that lawyer for for everything. You have to have specialized lawyers. I think that becomes very important. Uh, you need a real estate lawyer. You need a, a liquor lawyer. You need a, a relations lawyer. Like, you know, a lot of times it's a good thing to pick a firm that has all those lawyers. And I think that's where it becomes very important. You know, when you surround yourself with great people, then you can really worry about the other things that you need to worry about, how to how to do everything inside your business. But you can't grow if you don't have that right team around you. You know, and then there is a point when you put all the professional people around you, you may need to bring professional people onto your staff. At one point, I had a bookkeeper that I was working with as a firm that had many different businesses. But then I decided I wanted to bring an office manager on just to handle my businesses. And it was game changing that she came in and for the 50 hours a week, she went ahead and just focused on my business, not other phone calls and other clients calling in, but my business. And I think that's what you got to realize. Maybe sometimes you need to bring in a professional team for yourself. You know, one thing that I brought in professional team was I brought in a professional handyman. For a while, I was calling different carpenters and different people to come in and fix things for me. And, you know, I've got all these different bills and I decided to put a handyman on my payroll and be able to have them at my beck and call. You know, every day we can ha- need things that get fixed. Every business is different. But when as you grow, you can decide where do you need to add these professional services that may save you money in the long run. You know, when people bill you by the hour or they build you, bill you by the job, it becomes very expensive. But if you can offer them a salary and bring them on and they work exclusively for you, then it can become a thing where it's a benefit to you. And especially if you're going to use them all the time. A lot of time in the business, you know, when you get into the different things with marketing, we had, a, we had payments for videographers and we had payments for people doing different types of digital work for us. But when we were able to bring somebody on staff that could do all that stuff for us, you know, that was another professional service we were able to cut out on our costs, but also be able to add to our team. You just want to make sure when you add somebody to your team, it's, you know, somebody that maybe you've been using to do that professional service already, and you kind of can convince them to come over to your team. Or maybe, you know, it's somebody that you know very well that you've seen their work and you like their work, so you want to bring them onto your team. But I think all those different things, it's it's very important. You want to ha- make sure that you've got the right people in place before you really start to get into the deep roots of what happens in your business. There's nothing worse than having a Friday night in a restaurant and your pipes are backing up and you can't get anybody to come in and clean you out. 
But, you know, when you get the right team that, you know, when they see it's you calling because they know that you pay your bill and they know that you're as good as they are, you know, they'll show up and, and fix it. Another story that I could tell that I think makes a, a great point is in the very beginning in our industry, we have a lot of beer taps and it's very, very important that you, you know, keep your, keep your beer taps flowing. Like you, you need the beer to come through to sell it. And a lot of times what we've noticed with the craft beer boom is you need more taps. So we bought a place that had 10 taps. We wanted to put 20 in. I had a guy come down that was quote unquote the best in the business. And he told me that, Hey, you know, it's going to be about $4,500 to put a new tap system in. At that time I was kind of naive and thought the beer companies would pay for your new tap system. And when he told me that wasn't the way to do it, I explained to him, I said, well, I'm a new business and you know, I really don't have, you know, the money to, to buy it all at once. I really don't. Maybe in six months or a year, I would be happy to buy it. And he said to me, well, I'll go ahead and install it. Can you give me $1,000 down and give me $500 a month till you're paid? And I said, yeah, you know what? I, I could do that. That'd be great. And he came in and uh, he was the best in the business. And he went ahead and he put the tap system in right away. And I gave him the $1,000 and I called him on the first month, gave him his 500 And the next time around, I gave him his 500 on the first of the month. And by the fourth time in, he called me and he said, Nick, he said, you know, I've been doing this for 35 years and I count on one hand who's called up and actually paid me when they owe me money on that day. He says, I'll do anything for you here on out. You know, we're about seven tap systems in now, you know, now I'm maybe able to pay right on time at the very beginning, but I get a better deal because of that too. And I think when you build that trust with those vendors, you know, it goes a long way. And if I have any kind of beer tap problem in my industry, it's very important. I can pick up the phone and, and call him and he'll pick up the phone on the first ring because he knows like, hey, this is a, a guy who operates business the way I do. And I think that's where, you know, if you operate business, you got to find people that operate business just like you. And that's what becomes very important is if you can find people that, that kind of fit your values and they fit your parameters of how you do business, those are the people you want to do business with. And remember, you can fire them too. You know, the HVAC guy that was giving me headaches and wouldn't show up on time and giving me quotes that were crazy and then, you know, sending down some 19-year-old kid out of out of technical school to fix this giant problem that I had. And, you know, and then when I'd call, he, he tried to give me the runaround of why my HVAC, why it wasn't uh, working, or maybe it was a pre-existing condition and give me a line of bull crap. Like, I can't tell you how good it felt to fire him. You know, you never think that you could fire somebody like that. You, if anyone thinks of firing, they think, oh, you're firing um, somebody that works for you. But Man, it feels really good to fire a vendor that never picks up your phone call. Like, I'm never going to have to deal with him again. He's not going to give me the headache. There was an oven company that how important is a pizza oven in our, in our industry? And the guy, you know, came in and de went ahead and put it together for me and forgot part of the parts. And then I couldn't get a hold of him to get the rest of the parts from. And then calling him and calling him. And finally, after hounding him for six months, I got the rest of my oven. And I was like, you know what? I never have to call this guy again. Next time I need an oven, I'll call somebody else. He's fired. And it felt so good. You know, I've put in six ovens since then, and not one has been his. All he had to do was answer the phone the first time I call him and put the part back in on the oven, and we would have been good to go. And think how many more sales he would have been. But I found somebody better. I found somebody more reliable. Sure, they're a little bit more money, but... They never forget parts of my oven, and if they do, they replace them in a very timely manner. 
So when you think about putting your team together, I think you have to kind of take everything that I said today and really think about what's important to yourself. And when you decide that, then you can build out your team. As your business grows, your projects may grow and you may need different professional people that you didn't need before. I've had a lot of different projects I've done. One of them was the book, The Pizza Equation. And I never had an editor before. You know, what happened actually was I had a, a woman come down from a company that was going to write the operations manual for me for my business. And her way to pitch me was to go ahead and show me this book that she had written. And I said, wow, wait a second. You wrote a book? And she was like, yeah, I wrote a book. You know, I'm a really good writer. That's why I should write your operations manual. And I was like, wait a second. I want to write a book. I was like, will you help me write a book? And she was like, well, I really want to write your operations manual. And I was like, yeah, I understand that. But, you know, I really, I want I want to go ahead and, and write a book more than I want to write an operations manual. So she, you know, got me started and showed me how to write the book and, and walk me through what she did. And one thing she introduced me to was the editor. And I found the editor and, you know, sure, I probably could have found a cheaper editor. I probably really could have. But at the same time, like, man, I love my editor. It was very detailed. Hey, Nick, I can talk to you at 3 p.m. the second Thursday in the month. And I would call at 3 p.m. on the second Thursday of the month. And the clock may have started, but I had her undivided attention to talk about the book. And then I'd make another appointment the same way. And it was just somebody that was very, very professional. And they handled themselves very well. And they wrote out the book and helped me edit it. And I gave them many different ideas said hey this is what i wrote so far and they pushed me in different directions and if i didn't have the right editor i could have never wrote a book and if i didn't meet ann the the woman from the beginning that wanted to write my operations manual you know she would have never introduced me to the editor and it was just a a really important thing my next project that i'm working on i've got ann and i've got my editor right in line and they were able to go ahead and put me in contact with an illustrator so when i was able to do stuff for the book that i needed pictures work with a great illustrator you know but it was very professional people you know and you're going to pay for professional people but like i keep saying it it's okay to, to do that you know and same thing with the podcast it was somebody that had a podcast already that i needed a producer for it and i thought you know what this would be a great person because they've been very professional with me in other businesses and you know, I think it's it's worked out really well to where you get somebody in there that is professional and they do the job you wanted to do them. And back and forth, I've got many different ideas about how to create the podcast and different topics that I want to bring to you. And if I call the producer at, you know, at nighttime or morning time or text when he's sleeping, no matter what, I get a response back that it might even be, I'll check that out in the morning. And I know what that means. But, you know, it's just those simple texts that let you know that they're on your team. They're they're here for you. You know, they want you, they want you to win too. And they realize the the more business that you create and the more projects you do, it's a lot easier for some of these professional people to have a company that grows and creates more projects and more business than for them to go out and get another client that may run the other way when it's time to get paid. So I think it's very important for you to to realize that, to put yourself with these really great people. You know, the other projects that get started is as your business grows, you know, maybe you get to the point where you need a PR company. You know, that's where we got. We found a, a great PR company with a great reputation, not cheap once again, but when you start to see the results, you know, if you're putting advertising or putting a PR company or, you know, working with a media company or 
working on something, how to brand your business, those things usually pay for themselves after you pay for the service. You pay for the service, and then next thing you know, if you get the results, they usually pay 10, 20, 100 times fold. Like you just have to be willing to put the money forth. But you can't just hire any PR company. You know, you could hire somebody that's really cheap, and that's usually what you get what you pay for. You know, when you hear, always go back to there's all these different phrases and that you hear, and most of the time you hear them time and time again because they're true. You know, if it's if cheap isn't always cheap, free isn't always free. You know, if it's true too good to be true, it probably is. And I think that's where you got to really realize that who you're putting yourself around, they've got to be good quality people that fit your individual values and they do things the way you do them. And before you know it, you really count on these sets of people. It's probably been the greatest thing I think about building the business out for me is all the different relationships that I've made along the way. They end up becoming, you know, friendships. And I think that's where people really, they, they count on you for your business, but you also count on them for the service that they provide you. So the solution to today's equation is, what's important to you? Value timeliness, value fairness, get references, and don't get obsessed with the price. This has been The Business Equation. I'm Nick Bogas. Give thanks, be humble, be grateful.